Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. The Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. And Ali Dean. I really am rugged with him. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up. I'm going to be the caddy. What am I going to do? Why don't you try him a little left? And why don't you try back up? Give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You know, you don't deserve any credit getting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball. I'm moving my head. I'm laying it off. Well, that too. I'm proning. When you're super, I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too early. My God, my swing feels like I'm holding a chair. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. Help me keep my head down. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Save me from the double bogey blue. Good morning and welcome into the golf show on the fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Pardon me. Pardon my mic here. Um, alongside Ollie Dean, I'm Derek Thomas in for Mr. Brian Katrick. Ollie. How are you this morning? I am well. Happy Sunday to you. Yes, it's always lovely to be here up at the uh, lovely Battery Atlanta on oh, Sunday morning. Free game day on a game day. Braves are on a roll. Braves going for the sweep, by the way. Yeah. But uh, that's a different show. Tell us where uh, what's what's Brian K- why is Brian Katrick big time in us today, Ollie? Well, I will tell you, and I will tell Phil Mickelson, who seems to not know where Brian is this morning either. Uh, he is actually working for the PGA Tour on their streaming service with their streaming partner, ESPN. So he is down in Ponte Vedra, uh, working the Rocket Mortgage Classic uh, up in Detroit. And, and apparently, Phil didn't know that that happened because he said the differentiator for the LIV would be the fact that they would have a streaming partner in the future. Oh, yeah, but the PGA Tour has their own streaming. Is that, that's what you're saying? Yeah, you can actually stream four different things this morning if you'd like to. You could have featured groups. You could have the regular field tournament. Yeah, they, they've got and quite, not a, just, quite a bit of streaming so going on down there. On the live stream, one of the one of the things uh, that they were so excited about it was we're going to show more shots, and so shot, 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 shot. But shot, it almost shot. is like that. They they show a lot of shots, and then they cut to another guy, and and they show a shot, and then they cut to another guy, and they show a shot, and so. It's almost a little frantic. I appreciate that it is higher paced. But one thing that it doesn't give us is the context of the shot. Like, they don't set it up. Here's this guy, and, you know, he hit his drive over here to the, to in, the in the rough. He's got, a, he's got an angle to the green. Let's see how he goes. He might get a little bit of a flyer. Let's see how he does. And instead, it's just, here's Ustazen on four. 
all right, let's jump over to Johnson on 12. And it's just that that chaotic live stuff has bothered me. Yes. Um, I, I think that's I, a very I, salient point. Um, I would go as far as to say the challenge that live has in general is defining the context that they have in the world of that's golf. That's fair. Maybe the, the whole tournament needs context. So that that's comes from my um, live golf in action this weekend. What, what I was talking about is, is that correct, right? Live, live golf is in action this weekend. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, exhibition's yeah. up in just Trump making sure the exhibition up in up in New well, Jersey. That's what it is. That's absolutely one hundred percent fair. So I was just going to say everything that I just said about the coverage was from the first week when I watched for a couple hours. Just you know, so just you, out so of you haven't tuned in this weekend. Curiosity. Have not seen a sing- I haven't seen a single shot since that first tournament. So mm-hmm. tell me, am I missing anything? What's happening up in uh, New Jersey? Um. Well, uh, apparently they've got lots of T-shirt cannons. That's um, exciting. Apparently they've got lots of music. Loud music and um, drinks. And apparently it's a pretty good deal. I mean, if you want to take the family out, I think you can get a StubHub. As of yesterday, you could get tickets for today's round for $7. Uh, apparently they have increased on the day of the final event to $19. Our, uh, our intern, Adam, did some great research to pull those numbers for us. By the way, so it's an affordable record, family outing. Adam got here before I did he this told morning. This morning, he just now before the show, he said, "Hey, oh, I, I beat Ollie," and I was like, "Smile like, on his in, face in golf, or like, how'd you beat? Oh, you he got was here." He's raising first. his hands in the background he, in mock celebration. You made it on time, intern. You did the the bare minimum. Yeah, he asked me, "Guys, you're going to give me credit," and I was like, "For getting here at eight thirty, you won't get credit. No. no, there's no credit. You, you made it. No, if you swept out the office, you know, if you made coffee for us." If you brought us some donuts, if you went by Goldberg's and got us, you know, some some bagels, I'd give you credit for that. All right, Ollie, we got a lot to uh, to get to on the show. We've got a whole lot of stuff to talk to about Live Golf, uh, the, the tournament itself, but m- more importantly, the more defections, more rumored defections that will now apparently not take place with some pretty big names. So we've got some Live Golf to uh, to talk about a little later. The PGA Tour up in uh, Detroit. For the Rocket Mortgage, some interesting storylines to uh, get to. And then we have Scott Geary from the PGA coming on uh, from the PGA, Georgia PGA, I should say. Yes. And he'll join us in just a few minutes. And then we also have uh, an interview later with Alex Urban uh, that Brian Cage was early to get to, uh, able to get a little earlier. So. A no, lot. Not just Brian. I was on that interview oh, too. Yes, I heard you fill. You, I heard you filled in on the big show this week. Yeah, I made my national radio debut. Look at you. Yeah, I was oh, on XM. None of this local stuff. Yeah, I was very disappointed that they didn't change the lead-in to include my name. I, I was very shocked by that. Actually, <laughs> were you on for how long? Were you on? Uh, two hours. <laughs> so the, yeah, I mean. They should have. They should have just come up with a whole new show, whole yes. new, whole new opening. That was my point. Ollie Dean and see Brian seemed Who? to think that was unreasonable, but you see, you went right to exactly where I went to. Well, uh, Brian never wants to give you uh, quite enough credit. Oh uh, yeah, the, uh, I'm glad the credit toad board is retired with him down in Pacha Vedra today. Well, yeah, he's good. They've got some interesting um, storylines. So before we get to Scott Geary uh, from the PGA in just a few minutes. My first question to you, Ollie, is do you, as we talk about the, we just shift quickly to the Rocket Mortgage. Tony sure. Finau tied for the lead. We'll talk about him a little later because he's on a roll. He won last week at the 3M Open, and it's very exciting to see a fan favorite, or at least I know a personal favorite of mine seems like a fan favorite for a lot of folks. Tony Finau in contention to win for the second straight week. We'll get to that later, but he right now is tied at 21 under, by the way. 
with yeah. Taylor Pendrith. Now, I think I've heard that name, but I couldn't have told you much about him other than the fact that I know that he's Canadian, and when I look at his profile, he's like 31. So tell me anything about Taylor Pendrith. A uh, big hitter. Uh, okay. There's actually a lot of big hitters on the top of this leaderboard. Um, Tony Finau, obviously one of the longest players on the PGA Tour. Uh, Cameron Cam Young, Young yeah, is a big, big hitter. Um, and Taylor is right along with those kinds of guys. So apparently the course up in Detroit, and I believe it's an old Donald Ross course, um, favors the long headers but what a great leaderboard uh patrick cantlay um fifth i think going into today's round scott stallings um you know made a run a couple of weeks ago trying to win for the first time in a very long time he's still in contention at 14 under siwoo kim um chris kirk proud georgia bulldog heading on top of the leaderboard as well so so big day up at the rocket mortgage uh lots of quality names on top of the leaderboard russell henley another dog in the top 10 going into the day so should be exciting finish to uh, to the golf tournament going on up there. And they're putting up numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, 21 under after three rounds is pretty solid. Pretty solid. Well, yeah, that leaves more names in, uh, in contention as we head into Sunday. Certainly. Um, been a lot of good names. I think one of the things that, you know, when we talked earlier about the strategy of Liv, of, you know, what tournaments they were going to go against, I think they felt like this was going to be a weaker field event for the PGA Tour. Certainly not turning out that way. Um, you know, the the quality of names on the top of the leaderboard, I think the PGA Tour headquarters down in Pontra Vida are very happy with how this is turning out and uh, and not so sure that the strategy is actually playing off for, for Liv this particular weekend. I was just about to say, as I look at it, I, the, the first thought I, I saw was th- three Ryder Cup names at the top. And Tony Finau and Patrick Cantlay are already Ryder Cup contenders. Has Cam Young got a chance to get on the Ryder Cup team? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he's got a better chance I mean, to be he, on it he, than off of Should I say, is he a shoe-in? I, I think yeah. he's played himself on to the, to the Ryder Cup. So that's Cup. exciting. Um, I, I think he's played himself on to the, the President's Cup. I'd be very shocked if... Davis Love did not pick him for the President's Cup later this year. Yeah, so another mid-20 guy, Cameron Young, just 25. So that was one of the things we saw from the Ryder Cup last year from the Americans. Um, lots and lots of youth. But I believe we're ready for to bring on our first guest, Ollie. And it's uh, from the Georgia PGA, Mr. Scott Geary. Sorry, I'm p- pressing all the buttons over here. Mr. Geary, welcome out of the Good show. Morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Scott, welcome to the show. Uh, it's good to hear your voice again. Um, a lot going on with the Georgia PGA. Um, how's your world treating you right now? Well, we're in the throes of um, the dog days of summer, so it's busy, but uh, but it's good. We just uh, we wrapped up the Georgia Women's Open uh, out at the uh, University of Georgia Golf Course and um, have the Georgia Open coming up this next week, so... We're busy, but we're having a good time. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us this morning. Um, I know we want to talk about something that's very near and dear to the Georgia section of the PGA and very near and dear to to this particular radio show, and that is the Gene Seller Memorial Grant, um, an incredibly mm-hmm. successful Red Pants Memorial Tournament last year. Um, my understanding is is that the second event or the second annual event is coming up pretty quickly. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, no, I appreciate you having me on to talk about this, and, and it is near and dear to the section's heart, if you will. But um, last year, July 3rd, 
uh, Gene Siller was was tragically shot and killed, um, basically doing his job at Pine Tree Country Club. And, um, you know, after that happened, uh, the club wanted to, to raise some dollars for uh, the Gene Siller Memorial Grant that came out of that for, for raising dollars for uh, a legacy for Gene. So, um, yeah, we're having the Gene Siller Memorial Red Pants event. It is July or it is August 15th out of Pine Tree Country Club. Um, and to give you an idea, the reason it's called the Red Pants event is, is Gene, um, he, he didn't dress casually. He, he wasn't afraid to wear red pants. He wasn't afraid to wear a, maybe a loud mouth shirt or two. Um, and, and, you know, we're there to honor him and, and everything he did. And so um, everybody will be donning their red pants out there. Um, and it's to raise money for the Gene Siller Memorial Grant. Um, and this grant provides financial assistance to young junior golfers in Georgia by supporting those looking to learn, play, and compete. And, and really that was Gene's goal is he's a golf professional. For those who are golfers, they know the golf professionals are working tirelessly and um you know his goal was to do more for young junior golfers so um you know we're very fortunate to to be supporting the gene so memorial grant through our foundation and uh looking forward to another successful event now and this isn't just hoping to this is actually creating change in the fact that my understanding is the funds from the memorial grant have already been distributed to seven golfers in the state of georgia is that correct Correct. So last year after the tragic incident, we, we ran this first event with six weeks after Gene passed um, and raised nearly $200,000. Since then, many, many folks have contributed into the grant and have supported it. Um, and now this is our second iteration of it. But yes, we've had seven junior golfers who have received uh, Gene Siller Memorial Grants equaling $3,000, and they reimburse them for any junior golf initiatives that they're involved in. So that could be tournaments, that could be camps, it could be first tee programs, and most importantly, and this is what, what Gene wanted, it can be lessons by a PJ golf professional. Oh, that's great. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the, the event that's coming up. Um, if people want to participate, what's the format? Um, you know, where do they sign up if they can't play, but they want to support this great cause? Is there an opportunity for them to do that? 100%. So, uh, the event coming up is August 15th at Pine Tree Country Club. We're actually doing two shotguns, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Um, it is a foursome and you're paired with a PGA golf professional. So playing in fivesomes. But really, the, the design of it is to have fun, play with a PJ golf professional, go out there, have a scramble event. But uh, for those looking to want to play or, or get involved, you can go to genesiller22.givesmart.com. You can sign up for a team. You can donate. Um, something kind of unique and exciting about this is we have quite the auction involved with this event. Um, you know, this, this tragic event hit home with a lot of folks so many have donated to support this auction so we've got uh, rounds everywhere around the state of georgia really within the country um you know we've had a number of tour players who have, who have donated merchandise and signed items for the auction um 
And so that'll that'll be coming out very soon on our website, georgiabga.com. But yeah, those looking to go and play, genesiller22.givesmart.com. Excellent. And I cannot think of a better cause, um, and I can't think of a better purpose, and I can't think of a better family to support continuing keeping you know the legacy of of their patriarch in mind as, as things move forward, have the opportunity to meet Ashley and the boys and, and just what an amazing family, a tragic thing that they went through. But um, I think it's amazing that we can turn those tragedies into positive things and the impact that the genes memory is going to have on golf in Georgia certainly is not going to end anytime soon. A hundred percent. And and thank you for allowing me to, to give an update on this. Um, you know, after Gene passed, his, his wife, Ashley, came to us to start this grant through our foundation, and we're just fortunate to be a part of it. Um, but Ashley will be there. Her family will be there. And, and this is something that means a lot to him. You know, Gene was a – he was an engineer by trade and decided he wanted to become a golf professional. Uh, so not many folks do that. And, and uh, you know, we're happy to support this. We're happy to continue to build this grant and help as many junior golfers in the state of Georgia as we can. Excellent. Well, Scott, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for sharing all the details about the upcoming event. Uh, look forward to seeing you out there, hopefully, and uh, encourage everybody that's listening. You know, if you've got the time, go ahead and sign up. Get your PGA Pro out there. Play with him. Find another pro to play with. And and if you can't do that, find a way to, to donate to this cause and, and keep Gene's memory alive. Thank you so much. Thanks, Scott. Have a great Sunday. Thank you so much to Scott Geary. From the Georgia PGA uh, joining us. Yeah, it's, it's, we wish it was under a uh, better circumstance to talk about. Or still, it's been, has it been just over a year since that, since that just despicable, tragic in, uh, incident? Uh, yeah, just over a year. I, I still remember, unfortunately, uh, talking about it the, that, that Sunday morning. And I, unfortunately, at the time, I, I was kind of in the dark and didn't have a lot of details. And uh, the more that came out that was, uh, just devastating for the local community and really the, the golf community at large. Yeah. A lot of folks um, not just locally reaching out. Certainly not trying to minimize the tragedy and the senseless death that, that happened, but certainly the positivity of the golf world coming together. Uh, he talked about people that were donating rounds. I think Jack Nicholas donated things. You know, a lot of famous golfers donated things for the auction. The fact that they were raising 200,000, um, the fact that Ashley has the strength to, you know, to celebrate Gene's life and his dream and to to build something on that that will serve what he was passionate about, which is junior golf in the state of Georgia, I think is amazing. So, you know, it certainly is tragic, and I, I'm not trying to minimize that, but I'm the type of person, you know, it's it's pretty awe-inspiring how people came together in that tragedy to to create something positive out of it. Well said, Ali. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's hard to find find a lot of positive out of it, but you're exactly right. Some good can come of it. Uh, just tragic violence. But anyways, we move on here on the golf show. There's still a lot to get to. Brian Katrick down in Ponte Vedra, uh broadcasting for the, the Rocket Mortgage up in Detroit. We yeah, still specifically got a streaming service that the PGA yes, Tour has. Because because Phil doesn't know about that's that. the only one. The interesting thing around. is that I know for a fact that Phil has complained about the fact that when he barely makes the cut, that <laughs> these streaming services followed him around. So it seems that he was aware that there were streaming partners. And, and ESPN is a, I mean, that's a pretty big partner if you're in the world of sports, isn't it? Um, I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
They've been around a little bit. I think so. It's a, they, a, an actual legitimate uh, media partner with them. Isn't their catchphrase the worldwide leader in sports? <laughs> I believe it has been for a while. Hasn't it? And, uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. I believe, can't believe Phil didn't know about that. Uh, Shocking. I, I still don't know if the 24-hour-a-day sports is going to work, but we'll see if ESPN's on to something. Yeah, well. So, uh, But on top of that, mentioning the Live Golf, uh, still a lot more to talk about with some defections. Some big names, defections. Uh, going is that what we're in a, it? I don't know. I just, I just made that up. The, they're, they're defecting to. Sounds like you know they're in the cover of night. Yeah, yeah. Right? That, that's what it feels like. Shuttled from the hotel about, to the plane. Um, yeah, they're, well, they're just leaving. More, more guys, maybe jumping ship. Some guys still staying, but uh, a lot more to get to. We'll talk about it uh, when we come back on the on the golf show on the fan six eighty ninety three seven FM. Before you hit the links, start your morning with the golf show. Now back to Brian Katrick and Ali Dean on Atlanta's golf station, the Fed. Made him behind the scenes here at the golf show. Yeah, I didn't know how complicated it was to get a cup of coffee. <laughs> it's pretty tough. We're teaching Adam and the intern now how to run the coffee machine. I don't. I've. I felt bad. I never, never asked an intern to get me coffee. As much grief as I give the intern, (laughs) I have never asked him to run an errand for me. I have never, ever asked an intern to get me coffee or do anything like that. Yes, you have. You just did. Yeah, that's the first time. uh, (laughs) Sure it is. I I felt bad about it, except I I don't feel feel, that that bad about it, actually. (laughs) I saw that. Well, I'm doing three jobs here, Ollie, so we appreciate Adam. We'll give him credit. We'll see what kind of <laughs> we'll see what kind of we'll see what kind of cof, cup of coffee Give he can make. Credit, yes. And Ed Kennedy out there helping him because Ed's here. Um, not quite twenty four hours a day, but um, a lot of the time. Ed, Ed over there for uh, the big big party over there at uh, at Truist Park for the finale against the uh, against the Diamondbacks a little later this afternoon. But uh, before we do get to that, we have to get to who's driving. It's time for Who's Driving? Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, Ollie. But they're up there in Detroit, and apparently the people at the top of the leaderboard have an advantage because they're driving. They're bombers, huh? They are bombers. Um, and I think it's appropriate when you talk about driving that we talk about the Rocket Mortgage because that's the birthplace of the American automobile, Detroit. Hey, there you go. So, yeah, sure. Come on. Nice segue there. Give yourself more credit. <laughs> yeah, a lot of big much. hitters. We talked about it earlier on top of the leaderboard. Taylor Pendra, Tony Finau, and Cameron Young, um, three of the longest hitters on the PGA Tour. And they are T1, T1, and third heading into the final round up in Detroit right now. Yeah, I love uh, I love that track. I've watched, got, got to watch just a little bit yesterday, and really, I just love any course that's named like uh, what is this? This is Detroit. Was this Detroit Country Club? I believe. I believe you are correct. And you just know, well, that must be a pretty good, pretty good course because it was probably the first course in Detroit, so it's probably been there for a while, and it's probably got some history with it. Yeah, you, you think when you, when you go to a state or a city and, you know, that city's name is the country it's club, like, it's like probably an, been there for a while. Atlanta Athletic Club, probably a good probably a good spot. Yeah, yeah, Atlanta Country Club's kind of Atlanta Country Club. unique in the fact oh. that, you know, there were some other names involved before, you know, they had a chance to scoop up Atlanta Country Club. And what is it, what is it in San Francisco? 
San Francisco Golf Club. San Francisco Golf Club, right? You know, you just know that has to be good because it's been around for for quite a long time. Yes, uh, I would agree with that. And it's a Donald Ross course. Um, so anytime you have an old-style Donald Ross course that survived, you know, it's going to be a pretty good test and uh, pretty fun to watch. All right, Ollie. Well, I understand, as you mentioned a little earlier, that you were over on uh, your na- your national now, from what I understand. Well, apparently not, because they didn't change the lead-in, so no. <laughs> no, uh, Ollie filling in with uh, with Brian Kachigru, uh again, out down covering the uh, the PGA Tour from Ponte Vedra, but uh, does a weekly show, national show, and you were on? Was it? Uh, what yeah, day, his, what normal, day? his normal co-host, John McGinnis, was stuck in an airport, uh, wasn't going to be able to do the show, so Brian asked me if I would do it, so did the 4 to 6 drive time show on XM PGA Tour Radio and uh, had a blast. And got to talk to a gentleman um, that is making his way from Hawaii to Atlanta. All right, well, uh, and that is, remind me of his name? Alex Urban. Alex Urban. I was, I was going to mix up, you were the, just testing I was gonna mix up that first name. Well, let's get to that, uh, the interview you had, Brian Ketrick, Ali Dean with Alex Urban a little earlier this week. We are pleased to be joined right now by the brand new executive director of the Tour Championship, the FedEx finale at Eastlake. He comes all the way from Hawaii. Alex Urban joins us right now. Alex, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, how are you guys? Thanks for having me on. Uh, well, we're thrilled to have you. Today was media day, and I can tell you that Eastlake is already ready for the Tour Championship. What does that mean? Well, normally you think rough, uh, fairways, greens. In this case, Bermuda rough. <laughs> it's ready, Alex. <laughs> they're they're good. You, you found? You're, are you saying you found the rough today? I'm saying that, that we did a lot of searches in the rough today. We spent some <laughs> time. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, Ralph Keppel and the crew, and the crew. They are uh, they are ready to go. So let's back up a step. Welcome sure. to Atlanta. Uh, you you came from Hawaii and the Tournament of Champions. That's a, it's a pretty big transition. What has it been like here these last couple months for you? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's been kind of a whirlwind to be honest. I uh, I got married three months ago, almost almost exactly April thirtieth, and then. Uh, found myself uh, moving just not that not too long afterwards and I've been here in Atlanta for about two months now um, and it's it's been fantastic it's been um, you know I was lucky enough in my time prior to being on Maui to be um, you know with the PGA Tour since 2013 and traveled around to a bunch of events including this one and so I, you know I knew a lot about East Lake and a lot about the tour championships. So it's, it really feels, I went to school in this area. I've got family in, in South Carolina. It just, it really feels like a, like a really great place to, uh, to, to be. So it's, I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's been a great transition. Well, welcome Alex. Uh, during the last segment, we were, we set the over under on the number of cars on the Island of Maui at nine. Is, is it over or under that? Because one of the things that you will have to adjust to is obviously timing your trips around Atlanta to get to places on time. Because we, we've got more than nine cars, if that's the over-under. Well, there's there's definitely a little bit more traffic. But I will say, you know, Maui's got its fair share of people, especially during the height of, of tourist season. And there's not that many roads. So if, if your one road has problems, um, you got nowhere else to go. At least around here, there's some alternate routes you can take. That helps. There you go. Now, you say you went to school uh, in the South. Do you go to school in South Carolina? 
well, I went to school at Clemson for undergrad, and then uh, I got a master's degree from University of Georgia, just down the road. Very nice. I'm a proud bulldog myself. So which one there do you, you go? For? Uh, here's oh, the this problem, is, this Alex. Is, which this one? Is do you, no, we're putting him on the spot. I, this is one. This is this is a hard one, and I've been put on the spot a bunch of times, and. I, you know, I'm, I'm nothing if not uh, if not honest, and I, I will say my my affinity runs a little deeper for my undergraduate institution uh, of Clemson. But at the same time, I was not unhappy to watch the George Bulldogs finally get that monkey off the back. Um, well, thanks, you know, Alex, for joining us. It was a pleasure <laughs> to have not, you. No, no, we're not hanging up on him. <laughs> no, Dang it! Do I, I know, and I, I, it just I would be the if I said anything else. <laughs> Ollie went to Georgia. <laughs> Uh, but he roots for Ohio State. They should take the degree back. I grew up in Ohio. Whatever. You know, you know, I'm from Columbus. My dad went to Ohio State. There you, do you play Euchre? Oh, I play Euchre. Is, everyone in Ohio plays Euchre. There you go. Lost complete control. But Ollie's sitting on the show. Thought it was a good idea. Hey, you get a <laughs> Crying out loud. Alex Urban is our guest. He's the brand new executive director of the Tour Championship. Uh, every year, the purse goes up. Every year, the FedEx Cup gets worth more. Uh, there's more at stake, Alex. How do you sum up what's going to be going on here in uh, about a month? We're, we're, we're right on it here at Eastern. Yeah, pretty much. You're, you're, uh, I mean, you've summed it up nicely. It's it's this tournament is the culmination of our season. It is, um, you know, a celebration of the guys that have played the best golf all year and putting them up against each other on a unbelievable golf course, celebrating the, the, uh, the traditions of the game and the home of Bobby Jones and um, putting them all in the same golf course and, and duking it out for our, for our biggest prize, the FedEx cup. So I think that's, uh, that's what we're excited about. We're excited to, uh, to be able to kind of put the tournament on in a, in a more normal fashion this year. I think that's got everyone excited. Um, yeah, I, I don't know the, the, if you look at that top 10 in the FedEx cup, it's just a, it's going to be a really fun, it's going to be a really fun fight to see who can come out on top. Let's talk about some of the things locally for those who will be around and want to go to the tour championship. Uh, for, for those who don't necessarily remember, Tiger wins, and the folks follow him up the 18th fairway. I, I don't know that that was sanctioned. As a matter of fact, I do know, Alex, that that was not sanctioned. It just happened. But that's that's the scene coming up the, the 18th fairway. Uh, it, it, that's the culmination of the week. I remember it was really exciting when Patrick Cantlay won also. Uh, they, were, they were yelling out, Patty Ice to him. You know, that's, that's pretty high. Yep. Pretty high praise for these, for these parts. Uh, what are we talking about tournament week? What sort of stuff are you doing? Yeah, uh, you know, it's um, as always on Tuesday, we'll uh, we'll celebrate our Payne Stewart Award winner, uh, Billy Andrade. We we named him um, last week or the week before. Uh, he's going to be an awesome ambassador for for that uh, for that award and for the tournament. You know, he's he lives locally. Um, the he, he has his own event that he does to benefit the East Lake Foundation. So the fact that he gets to be involved in this tournament and what we what we've been able to do in conjunction with the East Lake Foundation since 1998. Um, but also, you know, just being part of the community and then that, that whole deal. So I, I think that he'll be an awesome ambassador and winner of that, that event. So we, I'm sure he, he's got a speech getting ready and he's going to do a great job at that on Tuesday. Um, on Wednesday, we have our charity challenge. We'll be announcing some more, um, about that. That'll be on golf channel. 
Uh, and that's another way for us to raise some great funds for East Lake as well. So we're excited about that. We do that alongside Coca-Cola, the paint store door. We do Southern Company, our two proud partners. We've got a third partner this year in Accenture. Um, they, they were just recently brought on. So I think really bringing on that third proud partner, all it does is really show the, the momentum that the tournament has, especially here in Atlanta, but also within the, the wider golf calendar and the, the legacy that this tournament leaves. I mean, the FedEx Cup's been around since 2007 now. And it's it's built, you already named a couple of those moments. You talked about Patrick and Tiger walking down 18, but I think to Rory holding out on the back nine on his way to victory, I think about uh, Jim Furyk making that putt in the rain and Bill Haas hitting out of the water. And um, there's all these iconic moments throughout the years here at Eastlake that just, con- they continue to pile on, you know, every single year to make this tournament exactly what it is, which is, which is the, the uh, the end of our FedEx Cup, the, the FedEx Cup finale. Well, congratulations on signing Accenture. Um, yeah. For, for those that have attended the tournament in the past, um, I think Eastlake and the Tour Championship does the best job of creating unique hospitality elements um, for the visitors to the tournament. Um, if you want to buy tickets, if you want to understand the hospitality options, how can our listeners find you? Yeah, we're really proud of the fan experience, both, you know, all the way from our grounds experience all the way up through some of our all-inclusive hospitality. Um, there is still available items on all of those areas, and I would say if you go to tourchampionship.com, you can find everything you need to know. Uh, parking information's on there as well, or will be soon, um, so I think we're announcing that here in the next couple of days, what, what our public parking situation is. So um, that's kind of your one-stop shop for everything you need. Well said, Alex Urban. Welcome back to town. We are we're glad to have you. Lucky to have you. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. And uh, you know, I'll part by saying, "Go dogs." I really appreciated the way he inter- uh, ended that interview, Ollie. And as I did as well. <laughs> How about them dogs? Um, but well, I have to say, the most fun part of that interview was when the topic of euchre came up. And the look of complete despair that washed over Brian Katrick's face in the fact that another Midwesterner was going to talk about the greatest card game ever invented. Uh, and the rest of us are so just, joyous to see. Uh, the rest of us are just in the dark. It's a mystery. You know, you got you to make <laughs> friends with Midwesterners. Get invited to a Euchre game. Well, yeah, that's probably a good friend to have there. Alex Urban, the new, uh, one of the new most popular guys in town. Yes. As the uh, new executive director of the tour championship, our good friend, Allison Fillmore, longtime friend of the show, moving on to do some work with the PGA tour. So, um, can you believe that we're well inside done. a month for the tour championship? Yes. Ollie. Yeah. All four majors done and gone with. I so mean, this season has that's flown it really by. has. It's and I, so that's, that's what I'm talking about. I, I love that they are smart as, as, as a football fan. I understand why they did what they, the way they've, the way they've changed the, uh, the major the major schedule and the schedule just in general not competing with football quite as much there near the end of the schedule and as fall as fall approaches so they kind of they moved up and kind of jammed in these majors and uh, yeah it feels like the 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 uh, season went by quite quickly but you're right what do we the, with the playoffs start and playoffs and just a week or two and then we have a couple of rounds uh, and then we'll be over at Eastlake with a lot of money on the line. Yeah, Alex, better get ready because August 24th is going to be here sooner rather than later. Yes, it absolutely is. That's four weeks, huh? That's three weeks. Three weeks. four weeks. Three weeks. I'm not good at math. And then after that, we've got the President's Cup up in Charlotte at Quail Hollow, September 20th through the 25th. 
So a little bit of golf to look forward to still. Certainly. Um, and there are events during the what is now, you know, kind of the, the winter schedule, what will be, you know, the newly defined kind of winter schedule of the tour moving forward. Um, but I think it's important for the PGA Tour to have a defined schedule. I think that, you know, every sport kind of has their calendar year, whether that crosses over, you know, January 1st or not. And that used to be think, much more ambiguous sort of for the tour. Yeah, so certainly some clarity coming to that, uh, which I think will be very good for the tour moving forward. Um, certainly some events internationally that will happen in the next couple of years will will bring a little of excitement and some of the top names back to you know the leaderboards in the winter series. So I think there's exciting things coming up for the tour. But the President's Cup, right up the road, um, I'm kind of – Thinking I might make that trip up to Quail Hollow and watch the President's Cup. Never seen one live. Uh, certainly on my bucket list of things to do. So, so I might be heading up 85 North. You coming with me? That sounds intriguing, Ali. Maybe, uh, maybe a show trip. Ooh, I like the show yeah. trip idea. Do those actually happen? No, not really. No. The the locker room it's like here the on, the, on the, the Loch Ness they, monster. The locker room talks about them uh, like every other day, and I think they've taken yeah. one. So in revered hushed yeah, tones, the show yeah. trip. The show trip. But here's the bad to, news. To the president. The bad news is tickets um, at Quail Hollow are going to go for much more than $19. I would imagine so. That's a good segue to the Live Golf Series that I will fully admit uh, have not watched a, a second of. And if, if I didn't get the little headlines popping up my phone, I wouldn't even know it existed. But there has been a lot of news surrounding it, and it's still worth talking about people going uh, jumping ship from the PGA Tour to the li- to live, and then some other names like Charles Barkley. We talked about that. Um, staying, going, some lucrative offers maybe out there. We got a lot more to get to when we come back on the Golf Show on the Fan six eighty and ninety three seven FM. Welcome back to the Golf Show. Your Sunday morning tea time with Brian Katrick and Ali Dean. This is Atlanta's Golf Station, the Fan. Ali Dean is here, not to disappoint, but for Thomas here and for Brian Katrick down. Working the day job for a PGA Tour. As the uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic continues up in Detroit. BK's all over it. And uh, we still, we still uh, it should be an intriguing uh, Sunday up there in Detroit. But a lot of the intrigue around golf like it or not, over the last, well, this has been growing for, it's been rumored for over, for going on years now, but a lot has happened over the last, say, six months or so. Yeah, certainly the last year has been. One of the more important, probably in the history of golf. Potentially one of the most defining years yeah, in the history of golf. It, I would agree with that. It would that. take time. We'll need time to frame this and, and see where. Where, how everything shakes out between the Live Tour and, and uh, or the Live Golf Series and yeah, the PGA I, Tour. I think the interesting thing is, is I don't think when we were talking about this eight months ago that without any commercial revenue coming in that we thought this entity would be willing to invest the amount of dollars they've invested. It I is, mean, I think we're over $2 billion. We know it's over a billion in player salaries, but when you think about the infrastructure, you think about the TV production, you think about the announcers, you know, there have got to be over $2 billion that they have spent on what 
really is, you know, a disruptive startup. Yeah, an exhibition, as, as we've called it. Yes, with, yes. With a little, I, little more. I've been taking a task a few times in the fact that I've dismissed this as an exhibition, but I, I don't see I how don't you know can't any really. other way to it, describe it's, it's, a 54-hole shotgun event with a closed field other than an exhibition. A, a, an exhibition with a with a big, big payoff. Yes. And that's it. Yes. So, Certainly it is much more lucrative than a skins game, but I'm not sure it's more <laughs> that's fair. Um, impactful that's fair. than a skins game. Well, uh, we, we felt the impact as... Uh, one of the names rumored to potentially go is potentially staying. We'll get to that in a second. But one name that we do know has uh, has been confirmed, and a guy with local ties. And um, wait, let me get it, Ollie. Former uh, Masters champion, two-time Masters champion, Bubba Watson, uh, made it official over the week. There had been a lot of uh, conjecture, rumors. Conjecture and rumors? They ran his face in a promo. Yeah, so... It, this might be the so worst... This might have This might be the worst-kept secret in the history ago, of golf. But it finally was official. Bubba Watson, former Georgia Bulldog, uh, local favorite, a bit of a fan favorite for a long time. Uh, he's going, Ollie, and we'll see. Uh, one of the biggest questions that immediately comes to mind is, is will he be... At the Masters, and it seems likely, we imagine at this point that most of these guys will be will be back at the Masters. But um, Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah, we don't. I mean, I no, I, I would, certainly think Bub is on the list. He's a two-time Masters two-time. champion. Is there um, a difference between a two-time and a one-time Masters champion? Well, there's a lot of guys that have left. I mean, Taylor Gooch, Carlos Ortiz, that don't have any major championships. Right. So to say we're going to see a lot of these guys no, at I'm, the Masters, I'm I, not sure about that. Uh, well, really, all I meant was Dustin Johnson, Louis Oosthuizen. Charles Schwartzel, the 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 former Masters champions that have that have gone over there. Well, you just keep giving Louis a master. You give him a green oh, yeah. jacket. Oh yeah, Louis doesn't get a Masters. Hey, yeah, you just you Charles, want to give him a green jacket. Charles, Charles, I confused the uh, the South. But yeah, but Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, uh, Bubba Watson, all are former Masters champions. Yeah, I'd be very shocked if Augusta National changed their invite criteria this soon. Um, Certainly for twenty twenty three. Yeah, not not within the next few months yeah and we've talked about you know the official world golf rankings and why i say you you might not see carlos ortiz or taylor gooch there is i'm not sure they'll be in the top 50 in the top 50 i'm not sure if world golf ranking points and there was some news this week and i I certainly don't want to get into too much of the inside baseball but the interesting thing is and one can only presume that it's to earn world golf ranking points if the decision goes awry for the liv events is they've asked their players to pay in 10 international events um, sanctioned presumably by the Asian tour, which would give them an opportunity to earn um, world golf ranking points. Some world golf ranking points. How, sure. How, how many? I mean, uh, it depends enough, on the field. I right? mean, if, if all the top guys that still had some world golf rankings point, it would swell the you know amount of points that you would get. But here's the thing is, you know, I'm tired of hearing the argument of these players that are going over, and I don't begrudge them for going over, but just don't tell me things that are not true. To say that you want to play less and you want to control your schedule. Money has nothing to do with it. Who I mean, said, who you said play, that? you got to play 14 times um, to fulfill your requirement for your live money, and now they're asking you to potentially play 10 more events. So now you're playing 24 events. Plus, if you play in the majors, you're at 28. There's not a lot of players pretty, on the PGA Tour that are playing 28. Schedule. Yeah, yeah. More than a full schedule. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing that gets lost is if you're a PGA Tour member, the majors count towards your quota of tournaments you need to play in. So it's not incremental. Um, you know, those count as a PGA Tour event. 
So a lot of nonsense going on. Uh, I wish Bubba Watson well. Um, I know he has so that, been. That was my question. Is How big a deal is this for the PGA Tour? That Bubba's leaving? Yeah. It's not a big deal. Not that all. big deal. Just Bubba by himself. No. But. I don't think that. I mean, Dustin Johnson is the one name that stands out to me. That if I were working in the headquarters down in Ponte Vedra, I'd be like, man, wish I wouldn't have lost that I, guy. That's what I was going to say when you, we talked about it. I, if we A year ago, if we were looking forward, the fact that, yeah, Dustin Johnson. And I didn't even mention. We didn't even mention Brooks Koepka. Uh so yeah, I mean, Brooks Koepka is certainly Swift, we'll, certainly a name that you didn't want to see leave. But I don't know how much golf Brooks Koepka has got left. I mean, I, I don't know how much he he really wants to stay out there. He's always talked about you're not going to see me out here very long. And what a meteoric rise to a career, and how quickly it just fell apart for Brooks. Well, I wouldn't go as far as say fell apart. What I, I would say is I don't think we, well, I don't think we appreciate how hard it is to sustain excellence in the world of golf, which makes what Jack Nicholas has done, which makes what Tiger Woods has done. So unfathomable. And Phil Mickelson, you could put him on that list as well. I mean, to win over multiple decades is really hard. I think there's more Brooks Kepkas out there, certainly than there are people that have won over multiple yeah, decades. Fair. Well, as you mentioned, excellence in golf, um, synonymous with that is Charles Barkley. <laughs> nearly he, he rumored or he he he's the one who started on all of this what just a few weeks ago saying you know he basically was saying backing these guys saying hey that's a lot of money they should do whatever they want and for 200 million dollars i'd kill a relative basically saying you know hey if y'all got that much money come talk to chuck and i'll uh well i think that was I'll after they reached my, out to him uh, okay. to be fair so okay. they reached out and I, and I give him credit he was completely right adam I gave Charles Barkley credit. Mark it down. Um, he was very forthright in the fact that I'd be foolish not to take a meeting. Right. Yeah, that's fair. So he took a meeting, and apparently the meeting didn't go as well as he'd hoped. They didn't. He's moving on. He, he, he did say that, that it was possible with a number. But, um, yeah, so Charles most likely going to stay with our, our friends at TNT here, here locally in Atlanta. Yes, and uh, all the relatives of the family reunion can breathe easier. Very good. Well, um We'll continue to see Live Golf. Well, I say we will continue to see Live Golf. Some people will tune in to watch Live Golf on YouTube for the for the foreseeable future. Yeah, about 53,000 apparently you yesterday. Said you tuned, tuned in. in. Yeah. You, you tuned in for a little bit watching. when those views was yours. Um, and Henrik Stenson is leading the exhibition at Trump Bedminster. So, you know, you can be outside the World Top 150 and be very competitive on this tour. Is David Faraday leaving? Uh, does that move the meter for you? Uh, it certainly was a win because that's yeah that's something well, he was he, kind of I mean, that, I mean that's NBC a legitimate underused golf. him yeah. I mean that's he, fair yeah that's fair too so he kind of his name certainly didn't hold the same yeah he had his own show there did. on the golf show which is an NBC or on the golf channel I should say which is an NBC property had the, had his own little kind of talk show yeah not that I'm a TV producer but putting him in a tower was the biggest waste of time he needs to be walking the fairways out, out with the, there, the yeah. leading groups and in live he's. You know, work in a tower, so I don't know I've, how well it'll play out. I've always enjoyed Faraday, so I mean, he can, he, and he brings Cretan because that's, you know, we've, I've heard David Faraday talking golf on, on television for, for decades now, and that's a, that's a legitimate name and, and voice. Certainly a credible name. Yes. Yeah, we talked about Charles Barkley. Maybe not, yeah, maybe not, not the biggest. credible in the world of golf, but David yeah. Faraday is, but you just got to put him on the fairways, I think. Well, We'll see what happens. Uh, thanks again to Scott Geary from the Georgia PGA. Alex Urban, the new executive director of the Tour Championship. Thanks for and thanks to Adam, the intern. Ali Dean, we appreciate you. BK will be back next week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend from the fan.
Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Watches and whiskey. Do I have your attention? (laughs) This is Jonathan Geller at D. Geller & Son Jewelers, and we're celebrating summer and Father's Day with something we've never done before. This Saturday, we'll have Atlanta's biggest and best selection of new and pre-owned Swiss watches under each of our roofs. We're talking fan favorites like Tissot and Omega, showstoppers from Rolex, and it gets better. With help from Old Fourth Distillery, we're providing complimentary whiskey tastings while you browse. It's this Saturday, June 8th, in all three D. Geller & Son showrooms. Learn more at dgeller.com. Come.